It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. on a Friday. Happy Friday one and all here on the Guy Benson Show. GuyBensonShow.com is our website. Podcast is free every day on demand. No charge to you. That includes bonus Benson on the weekends. Totally free. GuyBensonShow.com, FoxNewsPodcast.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. This hour is sponsored by the Finnish Long Drink. And as you may have gathered, we have quite a lot of the product at the house right now. For tomorrow's party, there will be long drink aplenty. As it has exploded in popularity across the country, it was a huge hit at last year's Christmas party, so we had to do it again for this year. I can't believe it's tomorrow. I am stressing out so much, I can't even tell you. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But for now, I'll tell you that the Long Drinks website is thelongdrink.com. Always drink responsibly, 21 plus only, thelongdrink.com. It's really good. I might need one tonight just to take the edge off as we prepare to have far too many people in this house tomorrow. Let's bring in our final guest of the show. It's my friend Megan McCain, columnist at the Daily Mail. Megan, it's great to have you back. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas. So I have to start just on a personal note, a couple questions. I know that you have been out there very public about this on social media. You are pregnant with your second child, which is so exciting. Congratulations. And I feel like you've got to be due pretty soon, right? I'm due in the beginning of January, but I could be due now. I'm so over it. Like, if any person who's been pregnant knows, like, toward the end, are just like, enough. It's terrible. Everything hurts, and I keep sending my husband to go get snacks. So it's, I'm over it. <laughs> so it's <laughs> funny because asking. some of my friends who've been pregnant, a handful of them, love being pregnant, love the whole experience. But almost all of them say what you say. By month seven or eight, they're like, okay, get this baby out. Let's... Get the show on the road. I'm done with being pregnant for now. It sounds like you are in that camp. Have you had any, and you feel free to like not answer any of these questions because they're personal, but I'm just curious, have you had any interesting or distinct cravings? Because our mutual friend, Mary Catherine, when she's been pregnant, every single baby has been different. Like I remember one of them, she craved sausage pizza and Coca-Cola all the time. Another baby, she was craving sushi all the time. Is that a thing for you or has it been kind of normal? No, I crave, like, gross food, like, trashy food, like, Egg McMuffins and, like, Taco Bell, and it's gross. It's not, like, classy. said Ben. Ben, go to McDonald's. Yeah. Egg McMuffins, (laughs) for some reason, I just can't, like, eat enough of them. So I eat one almost every morning now. It's gross. And (laughs) then... No, no, and look, no, Egg McMuffins, there's a time and a place. Like, I have no reason to dispute that. I've had one or two in my day. I can't imagine having it every day, but I also cannot imagine being pregnant. So I feel like that's where my misunderstanding probably comes in a little bit. One more thing uh, about this, and I don't want to ask like any questions again that are like too probing, but are you guys sort of preparing your already born little one for a sibling? Are you guys telling people the gender? Do you know? Are you holding on to that info? 
we're having another girl, which I'm very happy about um, because I like my husband being outnumbered by estrogen. I don't know thinking about it. I think it's really funny because he's really like, I don't know, he looks like a lumberjack and he's really like serious. So I think it's really funny that my daughter was like trying to paint his toes the other day when he fell asleep on the couch and like <laughs> princess dresses everywhere. So I think it's funny. And Mary Catherine has three girls. And I know, I think she, um, I, don't, I actually don't know what she's expecting, but I know she has a ton of girls. So uh, yeah, and Liberty, like, doesn't get it or understand. She's really obsessed with Frosty the Snowman and the Grinch right now, and that pretty much covers it. So Priorities. I, I'll let you know. <laughs> no, but but it is, like, sort of charming because anyone who knows your husband, Ben, he very much is sort of super masculine, alpha-type manly dude. And to just be a two-time girl dad is kind of charming for him. Um, let me ask you a question. Are you guys thinking about possibly having kids at all, or is that something in the future or not? It is definitely something under discussion in a serious way, and I'll just leave it at that for now because, as you might imagine, it is very complicated for people in our situation. And so it is definitely something we're interested in. Uh, we love our friends and their kids, and it just seems like a very cool thing to be a parent. And I know now you've been a parent. You're about to be a two-time mom. Just thrilled for you. I know that you're invited to the party tomorrow. You're also super pregnant, so if you can't make it for that reason, totally acceptable. We'll have one or two other pregnant ladies, I think, at the party, just FYI. But one way or another, we will get, like, margs after you've had the baby. How does that sound? I also think that you would be a wonderful parent, and obviously I love Adam, too. So I, I like, you know, I'm all for it. And I was the craziest, like, party girl ever for basically all of my 20s into my 30s. And... <laughs> Like, I never thought I would ever have kids. I never thought I would be a mom. And you can, like, do both things. You can, like, have fun and, like, see your friends and socialize and still have children. And I think there's a stigma that, like, once you have kids, it's just that. And I have not found that. I mean, I love my daughter, obviously, and take care of her every day. But you can still, like, you know, have a babysitter come and go out to dinner and have a nice time. Yeah, I know. And I think... No, that's huge. And I've, like, the same thing with marriage. There are people like, oh, boy, once you get married... Life kind of gets sort of boring, and you guys are just kind of homebodies, and that has not been our experience in our marriage over the last three years. And then with kids, like, I think it just sort of depends on the mindset of the parent. And if you want to make sure that you have sort of the balance of the home life, out-of-home life work, it's not easy. It sounds like it's a challenge in some ways. And obviously sacrifices have to be made if you're a parent. Like, that's part of being a responsible adult and a responsible parent. But you also don't have to just, like, hang up the cleats and be like, okay, all the fun is over until the kids are of a certain age. Uh, that would probably not be my mentality. But perhaps down the line I'll need to get some advice from you on that front. One more thing, Megan. I did introduce you as a columnist at the Daily Mail. Love your stuff. Obviously, you spent some time at Fox News for a while. And then famously, you had your experience at The View. And we talked about that when you wrote your book. Is it sort of relaxing to be in a post-view lifestyle at this point for you? Because I know it can't be easy, but it's also a very high-profile job. You're talking to influential people. You're making, certainly in your case, an impact on that show. Do you ever miss it, or are you kind of glad that the chapter has come to an end? You know, I am one of two hosts in the entire 25-year history of the show to leave on their own and not be fired. Me and Meredith Vieira, that's it. So if you're like a view super fan, it's a little bit of trivia. Um, and I think leaving on my own terms made it a lot easier um, because, you know, I, you know me very well, Guy. I've known you a long time. Like, 
I run my life and I make my own decisions. And like, you know, I was so miserable at the end and I had, you know, it's been very public and open. Um, I was one co-host I still am friends with the rest, you know, it was very ugly at the end and they have all trashed me publicly to the press since the show ended. So it makes my decision a lot easier knowing that like they basically were the people I thought they were. Yep. Um, I also, um, you know, I just, it, it's not fun. It, it was not a fun job. And I don't think that, you know, people work really hard jobs in the world and I don't dare compare it to like, you know, people who are doing hard labor or very serious jobs or anything like that. But it really did start taking a huge toll. And, um, you know, I don't, for me, it's like, you know, I'm a, I'm conservative. I've gotten even more conservative as I've gotten older. And I got really conservative when I had a child and, I don't think the show is a reflection of who women are in the country at all. So I just wasn't proud of it. And I think it's hard to go into work every day with something you aren't proud of. And then like, I juxtapose it with my time at Fox and I still have like very dear close friends who I worked with. And those friends are mostly women. So it's not like I have an issue having friends with women and, um, you know, it's just, I don't know. But the other thing about leaving the view is it feels like escaping Scientology. I mean, they're, they trash (laughs) you when you leave. Uh, the other escapees and I bond. Like, people have left the show, like, ex-host. There's, like, this weird kinship. Um, there's, like, a sorority of ex-viewers. No, it's so true. Like, the ex-hosts that I have become friendly with, especially ones, and I don't want to, because, I, you know, I want to keep their privacy. But yeah, like, yeah, don't get them in trouble. Leave nicely. Yeah, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But there's a weird bond there, too. It's like, this. It's like oh, you went through it, too, and now you're on the outside. And, like, you didn't want to stay for 30 years either. Like you didn't want this to be your whole life forever. So it, it doesn't, it, it is a weird feeling to leave because I think especially leaving on your own terms for whatever reason has been very triggering to a lot of people who still work there. You know what? I'm just going to put this out there. I would probably watch at least a few episodes of a view style show starring only people who used to be on the show. You could call it like the viewed Past tense. I would watch that. I'm sure you would. I would watch it too, but I don't want to host it or be on it. Because some Fair. of it is like, it's, and I'm sure you feel this way about people you've been through, you know, unique experiences with. Like, you bond over the things no one else can understand. And there's one person in particular who I was not friendly with when the show was on that I've become pretty good friends with now. And it, I just hope for someday, because I'm sure this show will be on for like another thousand years, <laughs> that there's any host that leaves that's like, it was a great experience. I loved it. And, you know, I love every, like, no one has this story. Everyone's like, I got out and it felt like I was escaping a cult. Yeah, which kind so of tells you everything you need to know about it. Uh, and, and it just like, from the outside, even seeing clips, it just seems like this daily slog of unhappiness and ignorance. And if you happen to be on like the bad side of what they believe is right in the world, it's even worse. So we can leave it at that. Megan McCain, stand by, quick break. We will turn to the news cycle when we come back. Happy hour on The Guy Benson Show with my guest, Megan McCain. Megan, you mentioned something a moment ago, Megan, and my guest is Megan McCain, columnist at the Daily Mail. You said something that caught my attention. You said, since you became a mother and had Liberty, your daughter, you've become even more conservative than you previously were. I can imagine that you might have a few thoughts on a topic we covered a bit this week, the Balenciaga controversy and their ad campaign, the sexualization of of really young kids. 
seems like they are finally admitting error and condemning child sexual abuse, but kind of seems to a certain extent it might be too little too late. What's your view on this? Well, I, I like up until a few weeks ago, love Balenciaga, and I had purchased a few of their bags over the years. Um, it's like a very high-end line that was very hip. And when I first saw the ads, and it's not just the ads, it was like the piece of legislation underneath one of the handbags was about child porn, um, a book that was featured that I would not tell anyone to Google it because it's so, the content of the book is so violent, and it's about like child dismemberment, and there's blood, and again, I'm don't want to gross, I'm sorry, to gross everyone out, but that's what was featured in this fashion ad. And I've gone down, like, so many spirals of the photographers, the stylists, and it is, like, I would go so far as to say, like, dark, satanic, and I don't, like, talk like this. I'm not, like, a conspiracy theorist, but, like, the most kind of, like, evil, vile content that the world has to offer. You're talking about, like, the sexual abuse and exploitation of small children, and the photos are obviously you know, really alarming and dis- disgusting. I don't even like looking at them. Those those girls, I think they're three and four that were featured in the ad. My daughter's two, so it's like not that far off. And I have been very confused by the response to it. I think Kim Kardashian is an absolute coward for not cutting ties immediately. Um, Kim uh, uh, Nicole Kidman is featured in one of the ads. She hasn't said anything. There's been this like weird silence. And the thing I don't understand is, if you offend any other group of people, like a you know a minority group uh, of any kind, you know in any way, there's always just explosions and pushback, and things are pulled from the shelves. And like I'm no fan of the Trumps, so but like Ivanka Trump's line of clothes was like pulled from Nordstrom's when President Trump became president. And to me, it's like I find child trafficking and child pedophilia much more offensive than anything Ivanka Trump has ever done. And it's a it's very Obviously, weird, yeah. and it's. Yeah, and it's a very weird um, place that fashion seems to be okay. And the, the head designer and the, the head person in charge is a celebrity. His name's Debna. He's staying. They just, the Lantinaga just announced that he's staying. So there really aren't aren't a lot of ramifications for this. I will say I have a friend who works at Balenciaga, and he told me that there is a lot of returns happening in the store. Like a lot of people are returning merchandise that they have been given or had in the past. Oh, so interesting. there is something that to that. Yeah, I mean, and you make a very good point. We are such a society fueled by outrage where we just kind of lurch from outrage to outrage. And so much of it is based on petty stupidness or just like tribal difference of opinion. And then you get something like this and you would think it would be a universal blow up. And to some extent it has been, but not to the extent that you might expect, given what you just described There's another vile news cycle underway right now, Megan, and you invoke Kim Kardashian, her ex, Kanye West. I mean, I don't know what there is even to say about him at this point. I don't know whether to feel bad for him because he's obviously deeply troubled and there's so much wasted talent there. But at some point, any sense of sympathy or pity gives way to just revulsion at what this man is saying publicly and then these people in his orbit it is a pretty horrifying thing to watch from someone who is very rich, very famous, and for a period of time really had an enormous amount of cool cultural cachet in the U.S. and around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I watched, um, you know, his the clips from his appearance on Alex Jones last night like everybody else did, and it was like 
a podcast broadcast from hell. Like it was like what I imagine like the devil and people in hell like it's saying really it's horrific, awful. like saying, oh my God. And like saying, you know, uh, Hitler's great and just things that are, you know, not worth repeating because like you said, he's he has been open about his mental illness. I actually take offense at the idea that people who are mentally ill are automatically like bigoted and anti-Semitic. Those things don't go hand in hand at right. all. I have close friends who suffer from mental illness of different varying degrees and, you know, they're offended by it as well. And they're also, by the way, like responsible and medicated and taking, you know, agency and responsibility. Right. Of their it's not lives. an excuse so- for bigotry and horrible things. Yeah, I agree. And I don't like the idea that those things go hand in hand. I think it's like very irresponsible. Um, And I think when it comes to Kanye, you know, he, like you said, he was such an icon for such a long time. And last night I was texting, when I was watching, I was texting some of my friends and I was like, I just can't even understand how a person would spiral this way. The closest thing I can think of is like OJ Simpson and his Bronco. Like it's like that level of watching a celebrity uh, unravel in front of our eyes. I also think that people should stop platforming him in general. And I think there's a lot of people who have given him a lot of platforms for a while now, as he's been saying a lot of very incendiary things. And, you know, I was done with Kanye when he said slavery was a choice. So I haven't had anything to do with him for a long time. And I just think it's getting worse and worse. And I implore anyone who's thinking about interviewing him not to do it because it's obviously, you know, as far as I'm concerned, inciting violence against Jewish people. And also, he's not well. This is a crazy person, and you're taking advantage of a crazy person spiraling in the same way that I would have had a problem if someone interviewed Britney Spears in 2007 when she was, you know, had a 5150 hold on her. Like, people unravel, and, you know, even the tiniest bit of notoriety you and I have, um, it's hard. it is hard. When people know who you are and want to judge you for different things, it's hard. And, again, I have, like, a, a peanut size tiny 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 bit of what that feels like and i've struggled with different things before let alone if you're kanye west or you know someone at that level no i think that's exactly right i think that's well said and on that very bright and cheerful note (laughs) we have to go up on a break megan mccain my friend columnist at the daily mail soon to be mother for a second time megan drinks after the baby comes let's make a date thank you Yes, Merry Christmas, and thank you for having me on, and I will hopefully see you at your party tomorrow. That would be awesome. Merry Christmas. Talk soon, Megan McCain, on the Guy Benson Show Happy Hour, or next. That was this week's edition of the Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.